0: emergency broadcast
1: system. Welcome to Hashtag Biz with Beard Involved, the business podcast with attitude. Today's show is sponsored by Aris. Aris is the premier AI social media listening platform that listens to chatter behind your brand, delivers highly sophisticated insight, and engages with your consumer. Now, sit back and enjoy the show. May God be with you
2: all. Welcome back, friends. Yes, and once again, it's time for another episode of your favorite business podcast, Hashtag Biz with Beard and Bald. Today's show will be brought to you by the AI, social listening, and analytic platform, Aris. And friends, since my bald Cobra Kai brother, Ron Thomas, from last week's show, put the Karane kick into action and took Beard out of commission, <laughs> I am hosting today's show. Dude, so gonna party and did y'all know indian humor is evolving rapidly (laughs) perhaps faster than it ever did in america and no it is not a newtonian standing on the shoulders of giants i am bald your co-host today and i've been told that indian culture has no sense of humor Now, that is news to me, so I cannot be more excited to test this out today on Hashtag Biz with Beard and Bald and see if we can find its comedic voice through our guest today. So now that I am dressed up as a Latino and ready to perform some Indian (laughs) stand-up, let's bring in our guest and get this thing jazzed up all the way from atlanta georgia no not our guest quite yet friends and home of the most boring super bowl (laughs) ever it's my co-host the man whose face is hygienically challenged yeah beard mr kerfee smith
1: well thank you bald but remember um that is not just a beer it is a passport to awesome you know what you're a terrible liar
2: yeah, and before you make any more attempts to make me feel like a bald version of Blake Lively on a rock being circled by sharks and make excuses <laughs> for your face, Mullah, let me bring in our next guest, who needs a real passport to visit us, joining us today all the way from India, Mr. Ravi Jain. Welcome to Hashtag Biz
0: with Beard and Bald. Thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. I have been tuning into the podcast um, since your first episode and have found it be very informative and entertaining thank well, you well no, thanks for being here
2: wow that's that's a good sign so you have some indian sense of humor i see <laughs> but Ravi, you were the first guest believe it or not we've had outside of the u.s so we are very excited to officially take hashtag biz with beard and bald to an international level and we honestly are extremely excited to have you on today sir thank you for being with us
0: wow well, it's an honor I look
1: forward to it. Uh, well, Robbie, before my uh, bald friend, whose head is so bald, he's probably blinding you over there in India.
0: Stop making fun of me!
1: Uh, makes any more bad jokes? I want to make sure all of our listeners here and abroad go out and show, or go out to the show at Anchor FM slash Biz with Beard and Bald, then share it with your friends on your social media pages.
2: You're such a dork and a <laughs> du- and a dork duck dynasty poser, Beard. Duck dynasty, duck dynasty poser. While all of our listeners are out there on Anchor, they, you, or their primary company can help support the show by clicking on listener support.
1: Well, I'm not going to stoop to your level anymore because I actually would have to get on my knees to do that, so I want to, to let everyone know that they can now find us on 12 platforms like iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, CastBox, Overcast, Radio Public, Podbean, TuneIn, Stitcher, Anchor, and Podcasts. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley.
2: Yeah, and I'm sure everybody joins me in the sentiment of closing bush gardens, aka your face. So (laughs) let's get to know our guests, shall we? Mr. Ravi from Aris, sitting in India with a smile on his face because, well, he's just happy. Anyway, Mr. (laughs) Ravi is the co-founder and CEO of Gen Y Labs in India and also in Toronto, Canada. He is an ex-venture capital professional and entrepreneur specializes in venture capital, private equity, equity, digital strategy and execution and digital technologies. Ravi is part of the founding team developing state-of-the-art market research technology. Artists. That is by chief marketing officers to help their brands make sense out of the buzz around them or you and their products or yours and the category they belong to. Ravi has his MBA from the India School of Business and his undergraduate degree from the Indian Institute of Technology in Bombay. Ravi is also exploring an investment option in a higher ground a cut above the rest, <laughs> but we will leave that to another episode. Once again, welcome to hashtag biz with beard and Ball, Mr. Ravi.
0: Thank you. And uh, again, to both of you and to all the listeners.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, thank you for staying up so late to be on today's show. I know it's a little bit later than
0: it is here. No problem. A couple of hours to go to midnight, (laughs) (laughs) but I'm all excited.
2: Yeah. Well, hey, Ravi, I tried to have Beard do the show in the morning for you, but that would mean uh, he would have had to miss The Bachelor. Wait a
1: second. (laughs) 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 <laughs> well, I'm sorry, Bob but I can't hear you over that majesty of what is my face. So Ravi, you're in Hyperbad India. Do, you, do many people watch the Super Bowl over there or, you know, idiotic American shows such as The Bachelor?
0: No, not really. Super Bowl is uh, not popular in India okay. um, as much as uh, we hear about uh, in the U.S. But uh, there are very, uh, many other TV series which are very popular and, uh, you know, Netflix has brought quality video content to every household. Um, my personal favorites are Better Call, Soul, Narcos, and even the comedy uh, series, uh, which is uh, which is by Larry David, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Curb Your Enthusiasm, okay, yeah, yeah. These are really nice shows, uh, <laughs> which uh, a lot of people <clears throat> are tuning into.
2: Hey, Ravi, I don't know much about your family, um, but I do know a lot about beards. So Uh-oh. if I'll tell you what. If you want to feel like you are normal um, <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with your family, you need to get hooked on the uh, Netflix series Bloodline. Bloodline. Check it out. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: Check it out. I haven't tried
0: that. <laughs> okay.
1: Well, I, I do know that the usual, or I should I say the most unusual suspects, we're not watching the Super Bowl this year, um, as I just saw, the numbers came out and television viewership in the U.S. for Sunday Super Bowl declined by about 5.3% from last year. So what they're saying, that percentage also made this year's Super Bowl the least watched in, you know, since 2009. So it's been over 10 years.
2: Well, I already knew that because I have the ARIS program. So I, <laughs> I know what everybody's saying on social media about the Super Bowl as well as other things. But uh, I do do know we don't need ours to tell us what we already know and that is curfee's beard makes him look like he's four days into a music festival (laughs) um or as my son says hey dad your friend curfee he looks like he's like on a camping trip in the middle of nowhere with and 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 can't find a shower (laughs) but uh ravi did you guys try to listen to what people are talking about during and after the super bowl from a you know sheer business perspective
0: Uh, No, not really. We missed uh, tracking the Super Bowl. Uh, You know, we uh, do track events, uh, large sporting events like the Olympics and so on, but not so much as uh, the Super Bowl. Bowl.
1: So uh, you did do the Olympics then, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, since you didn't do the Super Bowl and that's what happened and, you know, viewership was quite down. But maybe uh, kind of tell us a little bit around the Olympics. What you know, when you have that many athletes from all over the world coming into one place, and a lot of those athletes are all on Twitter and Facebook, right? And they're chatting, and uh, you know, the fans are chatting. What What are some of the interesting things that you saw around you know some of these sporting events that are going on?
0: Well, it's um, uh, the one thing that you understand is which uh, sport is popular in which country. Okay. Um, so. Uh, you'd see badminton uh, in China and uh, countries like India, um, and you'll ha- uh, you'll see swimming um, and all the buzz around Michael Phelps and so on right. in the US, right? So you understand uh, the sports followship by geography, and you sh- you should be able to trend uh, you know spot trends of uh, growing popularity of uh, sports in uh, the countries. Um, you also understand um, which uh, sports stars are most watched or followed or spoken about, and also the demography. So there are there there must be uh, you know there would be uh, younger sports stars who are followed by the younger demography, and uh, some more uh, some others who attract a different audience. And that can help uh, brands when they are selecting their uh, brand ambassadors. Right. Uh, exactly which kind of uh, sports star to uh, you know seek endos- endorsement uh, right. from.
1: Yeah. So I guess if you're listening out there in this particular, ad, or the ones to stay away from, right? What well, if there's a lot of negative? Uh, I mean, if yeah. Someone got in trouble over there, or you know, you had a little bit yeah. of controversy. I mean, that kind of comes out, and they can kind of quickly see, say, listen, uh, we're, we're not touching the skier, or you know, what have you, because you know they've had they've you know look at all this you know negative attention if we put them out you know we're gonna you know ruin our brand so
2: or if they look like yeah. a muppet just puked on their face
1: <laughs> hey, <beards laughs> but, <are popular>. ravi,
2: <laughs> but ravi i'm sure there's a lot of listeners out there wondering right now how does ravi know what people are saying and 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 in all over the world on all social media so let's get to it can you tell us a little bit more about this uh Artificial intelligence platform you call Aris, and and to be honest with you, just uh, share with everybody what Aris is.
0: Um, Aris is a AI powered consumer insights platform. So to simplify, uh, we think of the solution in three parts. The first part is uh, the part where we listen to all the chatter that is out there on public platforms, for example, all social platforms you have your facebook twitter youtube and so on um all of news and all of review boards like uh, yelp and glassdoor and so on so the first part is uh one that listens into all the chatter in real time and the second part of the platform is uh where insights are curated um from the chatter this is where uh, our artificial intelligence algorithms act on the data that has been already collected and um, and enrich that data so that we can see insights right uh, these insights help you understand the root cause of issues that um, you know the consumers of a particular brand face and also learn about competition your relative standing versus the competition and so on okay uh, the third aspect is action, where we allow you to take action. Uh, for example, the simplest action could be you engage with the con- uh, consumers and reply to them, uh, or you escalate a complaint that you have come across uh, internally into, uh, to your operations. Uh, so, so a variety of actions are possible. Well, let, me, so this yeah, little,
1: let, let me ask you real quick. I'm going to interrupt there because that brings up a really interesting uh, point to your platform is that uh, you allow them to take action. So you can actually take, you you just may mention, you can actually, you know, engage with the individual who, who's on YouTube talking about your brand right from your platform?
0: Yes. Wow. Yes. So you identify them and you can engage with them in a very contextual manner. And that uh, that uh, helps the brand become as close to a person as possible, right? Uh, right. Engage in personalized communication, uh, which is exactly what the brands are uh, trying to do, right. on platforms such as these.
1: Well, so, so this escalation, so why do you say, Someone interacts with your brand, right? And they're on YouTube and they put a video out there, whether it's positive or negative, and you can interact it. So what what do I see if I'm using R's? What do I see? Do I just get like an email or do I actually see the video on YouTube that he's or she's talking about me
0: about? You can uh, click through and go to the uh, actual content, uh, meaning if, you, if there's somebody who has created a video, uh, you can um, click and go to the actual video that was wow. created. Um, and that's real time. So it, huh? That is real time, and it helps you discover all these conversations and uh, content that is being created by real users uh, as it happens. You just blew my mind. Wow.
2: Using that using that example, Ravi, um, that beard just threw out there. You would, he would need a private server to, to <laughs> host all those negative videos and, <laughs> and, and connotations around that, uh, that face of his, but uh, wow. So I got a question. If, if this is um, in real time, legitimate information what why the word artificial like who came up with artificial intelligence instead of you know like <laughs> legitimate intelligence or um like that's always like stuck stuck with me like artificial well that's like saying hey we're going to give you all this information but it's fake
0: you fat blood idiots! <laughs> uh, yeah well, i get that um
2: well, let's yeah. change it
0: it's very legit uh it's absolutely um you know real time and actual data that is being generated by the users um so yeah i well, i guess you have a point here and
1: yeah, well, in, in, in the term ai right ai is like a buzzword nowadays right it's used a lot yeah. um but what makes ours a true ai platform and how does the diff- how does that differentiate RS from other social listening platforms out there
0: yeah the true differentiator for us is the use of uh, artificial intelligence to enrich uh, the data that we collect, right? So well, what there does are, that
1: mean? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, so there are a lot of, lots of platforms who collect data from social channels and so on and put it out there. Uh, you are able to see charts uh, of the buzz uh, around different topics, but what they don't do is um, qualify the data or characterize the data. For example, uh, which location did the data come from or the conversation belongs to? Uh, what is the demography of the user who have created that conversation? Uh, if there are issues being discussed, what is the root cause of the issue? And so on. This, uh, These are different models, all uh, based on artificial intelligence, which acts on the data that we are collecting. And... Um, And because we are able to do that, we are able to provide insights, consumer insights out of this data. Without this artificial intelligence uh, algorithms, we wouldn't be able to do that.
1: Well, I think the big key there is, right, because we were talking about the Olympics around big brands and stuff like that. Um, I think the artificial intelligence is what, you know, if you're telling me if I understand this right, is that you know large, even large companies that maybe don't have the brands like a Coca-Cola or something like that. Um, yeah, I just plug them, uh, <laughs> but you know they can they can utilize this uh, like a hospital network or something, right? If there is you know twenty hospitals within their this network or thirty or forty hospitals, uh, or more, they can really start using this information to kind of you know find out you know where they're having issues from an operational standpoint in a particular location and in a particular department. Correct?
0: Yes, uh, precisely. So our artificial intelligence models are for uh, our industry specific. Uh, So we have different models for different industries, uh, including uh, one for hospitals, like you mentioned. So at a very basic level, uh, let's say you have 20 locations um, and all of them have different, uh, you know, Facebook pages or handles or uh, Google location pages. And there are different people, uh, you know, leaving comments or uh, reviews, For those locations, you can get it all at one place, right? So that's the basic advantage that you get. Apart from that, you get all the analytics related to your hospital network, right? Right. Which location is doing well? Which department is performing well? Where are we lagging behind the competition? What are patient pain points? uh, How can I improve my patient's experience uh, by you know by just by listening to these uh, the chatter and the insights, right? So it can be very valuable to improve your uh, brands or organizations' uh, responsiveness to your patients or customers. Right. Wow.
2: Well, since we're a fair and balanced podcast, let's <laughs> see. Like Pepsi, for an example, Ravi, um, the executives at, at Pepsi would be very familiar with the uh, the terminology, Net Promoter Score. You watch your
1: um, mouth. I, I'm down here in the south, and that that term. I mean, they had a fit about Pepsi coming in for the Super Bowl down here. I just want to let you know about that. But
2: uh. well, well, Coke didn't do anything the entire weekend <laughs> yeah, or during the game. So whatever, you're the one that plugged Coke. I'm just being fair and balanced. <laughs> hey,
1: I'm from the South. That's uh, everything's a Coke to us. You think you're from the South? You're a transplant,
2: <laughs> just like that face. So Ravi, back to my example, being fair and balanced, unlike my co-host. Um, <laughs> pepsi executives would be familiar with the net promoter score right but um yes. most of our listeners probably are like nps what is that um now i'm gonna suggest in general if if we have uh you know some social media influencers out there listening to the show um they know that 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 nps and that net promoter score is the one number that they need uh to improve for them to grow, right? So can you share with uh, us and our listeners um, a little bit more about the net promoter score, the NPS, and, and how does Aris use that number?
0: Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, net promoter score is um, one metric which reflects the brand health. And, uh, you know, very simply, uh, this is um, this is the net of, uh you know people who are very happy about uh, uh with your product and are actively recommending it uh minus uh those people who are uh, detractors or who are dissuading other people from using your products right So um we take a percentage of the very active um you know advocates of your product and, take away the percentage of detractors and what is left is the net promoter score and uh, the the hypothesis here is that if you have a positive net promoter score meaning there are more advocates than detractors you would grow the brand the, the brand continues to grow and it also reflects uh, the retention of uh, existing customers so if uh, the existing customers are at a net-net level happy with what they are using, they would continue to use more of the product. And therefore, this this is a great metric uh, to understand your brand's health. And uh, it is one of the metrics, of, uh, of the various other metrics, right? Yeah. Um, so,
1: are there industry NPS benchmarks that you know certain companies of certain sizes follow? And can you give us an example of some of these companies that watch this score and, and how they benefit from it?
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's become a very popular benchmark, and almost all consumer facing uh, industries implement uh, NPS measurements, um, you know, in some form or the other.
1: So, what's a good uh, NPS score? Like, is, is it a 70, 60, 80, 90? I don't know. Is that even am I even talking the right? number
0: yeah yeah so the range of nps scores could be from minus 100 to plus 100 plus 100 yeah so minus 100 is i'm taking uh, that's not a good score no
2: that's the same scale as bald to or excuse me beard to bald minus to the plus i love
1: (laughs) it
0: So minus yeah. two, plus 100. Let's get back. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So you have minus 100 uh, where everybody hates the product and is actively saying, uh, asking others to not use the product. And plus 100 is almost a cult-like uh, product. For example, you had uh, what Apple saw when uh, they introduced uh, the iPhone uh, or the iPod when almost all users of Apple would recommend it to somebody else, right? So good scores, uh, in general, a positive score is good, uh, meaning uh, you have more advocates than detractors. But the great brands, uh, you know, like Apple, BMW, Tesla, would have the scores in uh, 70s or 80s, meaning almost everybody who uses uh, talks very positively and publicly about these uh, brands, right? right. And uh, negative scores are uh, obviously uh, bad. Um, you know the recent measures uh, which uh, which are publicly posted, right? For for example, in McDonald's or Comcast, these are uh, you know zeros or negatives, uh, you know single digit negative scores, which is uh, not a great reflection on the brand. So that's something to, uh, you know, the brands need to make some interventions to improve that.
2: So RS captures social media alerts. Um, I get that component. So can you share with with me what uh, some of those alert types are? And I'm assuming that any company or any business owner listening uh, should have these alerts, you know, tidied up and, and some sort of brand Toolkit, Is that correct? And what does RS, uh provide in relation to these um, these social media alerts? And are there any others that 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 you capture that you know maybe competing platforms don't?
0: Yeah, I think uh, alerts are uh, an important uh, component of uh, a brand safety toolkit, right? Uh, just like you mentioned, um, and there are various kinds of alerts. The simplest of the alerts could be uh, you you set up an alert for any negative mention of your brand, right? So that's that's uh, quite simple. Um, the next level of complexity uh, is when you want to uh, segment the alerts by influencers, right? So if somebody who is influential, Uh, speaks about your brand positively or negatively, you would want to uh, get alerted. This is a very handy tool uh, because if uh, there's a celebrity who has spoken negatively about your brand, you would want to, uh, you know, alert the chief marketing officer uh, or somebody higher up there. Uh, to take action. So every time right?
1: Scott rips on CBS News Network and Major Garrett's podcast, they probably hear it if they got something like ours, right?
0: I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Wow, that's um, incredible. Well, so so yeah. we got a uh, you know any positive, negative or influencers. So that's kind of cool. I mean, I mean Scott would have to be an influencer, but uh, what are the, what are some others?
0: Uh, there's, uh, the competitive intelligence, uh, based alerts. So let's say, that again? uh, competition.
1: Oh, competition. Uh, so
0: competition. all the, yeah, all the activities that are being done by the competition, uh, in terms of the kind of content that they are doing, the kind of content that is working well for them. So or
1: well, 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 Let's stop right there. So what you're telling me is that you could put out, you, you, you could set one of these, um, these alert types that say, okay, if, okay, let's bring Coca-Pepsi up, right? Every time Pepsi runs an ad, we want to know what that is and what type of, uh, you know, uh, re- you know reception they're getting from that. Is that what you're saying?
0: Exactly. Wow. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Well, Ravi, I have an alert for you and anybody listening. Um, it's time for uh, my spooky friend to take one of his 20 potty breaks. So um, <laughs> let's go ahead and, if everybody's cool, let's let one of our sponsors jump in.
1: Okay, yeah, and I usually appreciate the little things. However, uh, you're not one of them in this case, Scott. So, since we were talking about social listening, let's have the the Stalker song, Ave Adore by Smashing Pumpkins, take us out to a break.
2: biz with beard and bald we have with us robbie from aris and gen y medium and robbie we're talking about social listening and platforms like aris that utilize ai to help companies do just that um i'm gonna let curfee jump in and uh, speak a little bit more to you with about uh well well-known inv- individuals and influencers—something yeah. I'm not sure he's well-versed in. <laughs>
1: well, hey, was with, with social media today, people usually, you know, especially like socialites or well-known individuals and influencers, are always quick to pick up their phone to comment or give their opinion in almost every situation, right? Uh, especially in this political environment in, in America today, there are a lot of miscues. Much like my friend's decision, uh, you know, uh, to shave his head, I read where Burger King <laughs> took advantage of Kanye West's tweet. Uh tell us how the use of a social listening platform like Auris helped extract an ROI in this case. And I, you, want, you know what I'm talking about, correct?
0: Yeah, yeah. That was uh, a very popular tweet um, or uh, occasion which Burger King used. Uh, so what
1: did Kanye uh, West tweet? He tweeted. What did he tweet exactly? I can't remember.
0: But it had so, something uh, about McDonald's, right? He, yeah. He said that uh, I love uh, McDonald's. Uh, he was praising McDonald's. And uh, Burger King uh, came up with a very uh, quick, quirky tweet saying that explains a lot. <laughs> that's all he wrote. <laughs> right?
1: So
2: wait, how, how does my head remind <laughs> you of a Burger King tweet,
1: Beard? <laughs> well, Kanye, I think what Kanye did, he misspelled hamburger, right? Didn't he, it was, like, was it like hamburger or something like that? And Yeah. And so Burger King turned around. Well, I'm just saying it's a, he made a mistake, just like your head. It's a mistake.
2: Well, that's kind of like Ravi bringing in a, a hippopotamus in one of the last questions. <laughs> oh, wait. No, that, was, that wasn't that was a hippopotamus. That was something else. My bad. But <laughs> Ravi, a lot of people will think that um, you know their company can't use RS, or they're using something that they think is adequate. But based on what I'm hearing, um, they're just using flat out the wrong platforms. Um, can you tell us some industries that are currently using RS? Um, how it's benefited them, and, and what other segments and industries and businesses should be reaching out to us ASAP to uh, get more information?
0: Sure. I, I guess um, we have uh, models for about uh, the 12 top industries. Um, insurance uh, companies are using our platforms uh, mostly to be very responsive to customers, Customers generally face issues related to process uh, or their claims or uh, policy renewals and so on. And there is a lot of chatter around that. Uh, a brand can be very responsive by using Oris. Or uh, like we were just discussing hospital or healthcare brands, uh, you would want to understand patient insights and to make interventions um, in your hospital operations to improve your patient experience. Uh, that is another way where ORIS uh, is being used right now with very large hospital networks. Uh, consumer goods companies are using it to understand the category. For example, a organic food brand, which uses ORIS, tries to uh, understand insights, consumer insights around organic food. Uh, what kind of conversations are happening around it? Uh, what are consumers getting, what they are not able to uh, access? and so on. In fact, uh, administration or uh, leadership uh, tries to listen into the issues that uh, you know people face. For example, if there is a road which is not good or there's uh, you know uh, schools or healthcare needs that people are talking about. Um, some very active um, uh, leaders um, are using Oris to understand people's problem and actually go and solve them. So there is a wide range of uh, use, users, uh, not necessarily confined to the chief marketing officer or the marketing function, but it is it can be put to use in many different ways.
2: Don't hey. get excited, Beard. There are no solutions for your problem. <laughs>
1: well, I I can't help but think, you know, given the political environment in the United States with our current president Donald Trump, can Aris handle <laughs> the feedback that he gets on a daily basis for as much
0: as he tweets? You are fake news. Well, uh, one good thing uh, about Aris is that uh, it is uh, fully scalable. So if uh, if the uh, the Volume of the chatter, for example, when right. you had the Super Bowl event or when a politician, um, you know, tweets and gets a lot of feedback and so on. Uh, the infrastructure be- be- behind ORS scales, uh, can scale infinitely, right? Yeah. Uh, and that is important. So, um, you know, you can potentially use RS to uh, listen into your favorite politicians, Right. So, so yeah, uh, I think
1: tonight it would be it'd be very interesting because the State of the Union addresses tonight in America, and with the recent government shutdown and reopening, and this battle back and forth on the wall and the new Congress, I think tonight would be an awesome if you guys wanted to do this to take a listen and see what the heck people are saying. I, I to me it'd be you know with as much uh, turmoil we've had in the last month and a, month and a half, it'd be interesting to see what uh, how people respond to every little thing he says. So
0: wow. Yeah, that's an opportunity we can tune ours to that then.
1: Yeah, well, oh, that's a good idea. Well, we mentioned we mentioned the Super Bowl earlier in the show, and I would think that ours could be utilized with, you know, as we've been talking, I just think it could be utilized with every professional sports team and every major division 1, you know, university in the United States. I mean, wouldn't you agree?
0: Yes, absolutely. It uh, helps you understand conversations your fans are having uh what um you know, what concerns them. What they're about, uh, players, uh, that are, they are excited about, players that they are excited about, and it can also help you unearth uh, potential stars, right? Uh, who are finding to, so the possibilities are limitless. You can right. uh, definitely use this, um, you know, platform to track all the mentions and run analytics on them.
2: Yeah, you right. mentioned you mentioned scaling, so let's take the RS um and make it a little more official instead of artificial and i know it would work for me and my relationships uh <laughs> let's just come it's up with a a, you so. a a relationship <laughs> platform um you know man can you imagine the husbands the wives the boyfriends the girlfriends <laughs> holy moly would that go to a whole new level um good for, night probably but not on a, tomorrow
1: but i wouldn't doubt it's coming down the pike so
2: yeah but on a serious note ravi um does your RS platform integrate with any of the major digital marketing or common CRMs that, you know, us and, and most of our listeners are already aware of?
0: Oh, yes. Uh, so uh, this was one of the important design considerations when we were creating the platform. We I knew know, that's that,
2: why I wanted to ask you.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the enterprise brands uh, typically uh, use, uh, you know, platforms such as Salesforce or Elequa or HubSpot. Uh, and uh, you know and other support platforms so we have uh, made it a point that Oris integrates seamlessly into each one of them Uh, therefore if you find a conversation which is uh, which relates to a potential buyer you can uh, seamlessly push it uh, into your Salesforce or HubSpot account um, by the click of a button right so integrations are all taken care of um, with AORUS. What about like a platform that's
1: not as popular as Salesforce or, you know, maybe a you know less popular CRM system? Can they still integrate with that? Do you have the capabilities to, you know, attach that?
0: Yes. Uh, so that uh, requires a custom setup um, okay. or all the ones that I already mentioned, there is, it's already done. So it's uh, simply a few clicks, but uh, if there is a, uh, you know uh, less popular CRM or a atypical uh, situation, right? We can do a custom setup uh, That typically would take a couple of days and you'd be ready and going with wow. that
2: well, I wish I I would... could Click a button and make uh, that beer go away
1: <laughs> <laughs> Blah 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 Well, bald and I have a very in-depth background with banks and financial institutions right. um, reputation management is very critical for these institutions um, do you see that uh, did, has, have you, you know, worked a lot of financial institutions and they used it used it in that way?
0: Yes. Uh, in fact, uh, banking is uh, or f- uh, financial services in general is all about trust. And uh, therefore, online reputation plays a big role. Right. If you're, uh, you know, going for a insurance policy or buying a banking product, you would, um, you know, do research on um, such products online and go and read reviews of existing customers. And um, therefore, um, you know, managing that online reputation is uh, very important. And uh, auris has been used to do that by various financial institutions, uh, especially if you're a bank, a retail bank, right, where you have multiple branch locations, right. uh, chatter coming from all these different locations, right? Uh, Oris helps you put it all together, understand um, you know, the customer issues and so on and um, you know, take action so that when a new customer or potential customer comes, um, they, they get confidence in seeing uh, that the customers' uh, complaints have been addressed publicly, right visibly. Uh, right. And that, that gives out a very good signal uh and a sign of confidence that uh this brand will help me when i am in need
1: right well, so that yeah you bring up a good point there right i mean we all, all big companies there's there's mistakes are going to happen they do happen unfortunately and they happen with everybody but one of the biggest keys and when it comes to trust or you know having a good brand is well how do you handle it right and if they can see that you know yeah. you're reacting to it to it a positive matter and it's getting resolved in a timely matter um that's huge and that's you know that's amazing that this platform can do this yeah so, Ravi, how easy is it to implement Aris?
0: Um, uh, so, if you are um, in the U.S., uh, we have, uh, you know, champions like yourself, Scott and Kofi. We're here to f*** it up. Uh, <laughs> from the ACS revenue and sales solution who can help you set up with a free demo. Um, takes just five minutes or ten minutes to set it up unless you require something very specific um ACS revenue and sales solutions is uh, an official partner of the auris platform for the US market um and we are very happy to uh, you know have uh, such uh, great partners with us
1: uh, well we're glad and thank you for the plug and that that's a plug for auris and us and not a hair plug for scott so um <laughs> <laughs> we're very excited to be partnering with wah, you <laughs> We're very excited about this the the state of the art platform. Um, I think it is a couple of the rest. and you know we haven't talked about pricing, and I don't want to get into that on the show, but I will tell you if you look at it from a competitive standpoint, that you know this is a five thousand dollar a month platform, and it is you know just not even close to that cost. So you know you can get it for a lot, lot, lot less. So um, you know so before we wrap up the show, I know you're very you know you're well versed and an expert in digital marketing. Um, when a newer young company is trying to grow revenues, you know, before we leave, can you give us what's the best approach to determine what is the best platform for them as far as social uh, media?
0: On social media? Yeah. Um, um, if it's about revenue generation, then uh, the first question uh, that they need to consider is what platform do the actual target consumer group, uh, you know, spends more time on? Right. Right. So for, um, you know, the the trends are uh, if you're having a product which is targeted towards millennials, uh, it would be Instagram and Snapchat, for example. If it is for, um, uh, you know, more senior guys, it is Facebook, most probably. Um, If it is more uh, B2B, uh, it could be LinkedIn and Twitter. So it depends on where the target consumer is and how much time uh, are they spending. And if the context of their uh, time spent is appropriate to your product, right, Right. uh, that you determine that.
1: You no, know, I, right. I, I agree. I think one of the things I always, you know, when we're talking with individuals, we're getting them set up. It's, you know, the first thing, it seems like everyone says, well, I need to be on here. I need to be on there. And, I'm, you know, Scott and I, and I'm sure you see it too. We're like, well, why do you think you need to be on there? And it doesn't, doesn't make sense if you're, you know, you know, your consumer's not there. So why would you go ahead and do it? It, it doesn't make any sense. Um, but we constantly see that. And so it takes a little coaching to get them through that and say, you know, you don't need to be on Instagram or you don't need to be on Snapchat or, you know, Facebook's a waste of time, uh, just depending on what you do. I mean, I think we've, we've all seen them. We've worked with individuals and, you know, uh, but you know, one thing I think people misunderstand, it does take time, right? You just don't get a Facebook page tomorrow. Uh, you just don't start your LinkedIn page tomorrow and you start marketing and millions of dollars start rolling in. It doesn't work that way. Uh, it exactly. takes a little time.
0: Yeah, it does. It is uh, an organic effort. And, um, uh, you know, you need to be consistent every day, uh, mm-hmm. you know, to to actually make it work. Yeah.
2: So, Robbie, you know, I want to get to know you just a little bit better. It was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. <laughs> so I want you to take a deep breath. And I only want one to two word answers if possible. But I'd like to ask you 10 questions. All right. Um, It's kind of a little game that we sometimes play with our listeners. And uh, maybe this will give everybody, including me, a little bit more comfort on the humor over there in India. Okay.
1: (laughs) Okay. Well, well, this ought to be interesting because this is going to be international, right? So this is going to be cool.
2: So are you ready? Yes. Okay. Favorite social media platform? Favorite book?
0: Zero to One by Peter Thiel.
2: Favorite thing to do for fun?
0: Uh oh. Hmm. Playing with my seven uh, seven year old. Okay. Aww. That's a good Who
2: answer. is Who other than bald is your celebrity crush? <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's an actress called um, uh, named Ashwarya Rai. I don't know whether you've heard of her or not. Probably I- not. All I heard
2: was Catcher in the Rye. Um, your biggest <laughs> influence other than Bald?
0: My father. Biggest oh. fear? Oh, customer attrition. <laughs> 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 Good answer. Right?
2: Favorite movie?
0: Uh, Godfather 1. I'm going to make him an offer. And Pulp Fiction. I have two for you. Yeah, I like that. Answer, Scott, there.
2: <laughs> Favorite American music artist?
0: Uh, Ray Charles. Nice.
2: Favorite international music artist? Uh, Bonham. Favorite podcast?
0: Well, I would have to say Biz with Bald and Beard. <laughs> hey, you, you even he changed
2: the that. name to the appropriate order. I like that. It's now hashtag Biz with Bald and Beard, friends. That
1: doesn't sound good at all. There's not, you know, I like Beard and Bald, so.
0: <laughs> okay <laughs>
1: robbie that's great uh you know hopefully you'll, a lot of you know get to know you a little bit more on a personal level and hopefully uh, some of your employees and the people you work with uh get a kick out of that little segment so that was good thank you very much and uh yeah some, some great answers ray charles i love that very good so
2: well leave, leave some sticker space on the uh <laughs> the old travel uh, booklet there pal but yeah. uh, this has been great and, and much love and success to you and your family and your future robbie thank you so much
0: yeah. thank you wish you the same thanks for having me here well hey robbie
1: before we let you go we ask one more question at the end of every show all right and so okay. this year the stakes are higher okay well hey and before you answer robbie just know this is your
2: opportunity to be an international trendsetter but but only if you, hey, but only if you answer this question the right way. So just know this, no pressure, but whatever you answer, beard or bald determines who hosts the podcast next week. So if you select beard, he hosts it. If you select bald, I host it. Now, I know you like champions and winners, and I just want to let <laughs> you know that Bald is up two to one in 2019.
1: Well, okay, wait wait wait. And as I mentioned, the stakes are higher, right? And so, at the end of 2019, if I win with more picks of beard like I did in 2018, Scott has to grow out a, his comb over on the top of his head and try to grow a beard, you know, make an attempt to grow a beard. So,
2: but Ravi, wow. when I when I win, and this will happen, my bearded friend will have to shave his beard off and shave his head. So, I'll I but hey, I'm an honest guy. You know that. That's why we're partners. But so I'll admit, I'm a little concerned for him. You know, um, the Greenpeace may accuse him of uh, deforestation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm gonna be the bigger person here on this because we know that's a physically impossible for you. So, Ravi, what's it gonna be, beard or bald? The clock is ticking, and as of now,
0: we are keeping score. I'd have to go with bald.
1: Wrong answer. No.
0: <laughs> oh man! Uh, can, can you say old. that
2: one more time? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's bald. No, <laughs> one more you. time. I enjoyed, uh, the uh, the this this particular edition. So definitely, I am backing you. Oh brother. Wow,
2: there you have it, friends. But before we sign off, I do want to remind everyone to subscribe at anchor.fm backslash biz with beard and bald. Then share it with your friends on your social media pages. Just like you know, Ravi has set a new trend today and we will be sharing it all over the world. Bald.
1: Uh, hey, and if you want to learn more about RS, you can get a free demo at ACS Revenue and Sales Solutions uh then we can discuss how to get your company set up so go to www.acssalesolutions.com to get signed up today again thanks ravi uh, for joining us today this has been fantastic great great content um much uh again like scott said much success to you thank you thank you
0: kofi thank you scott you're quite
2: welcome so there you have it fans another show is in the books but have no fear beard and bald will always be here so until next time same bald head same beard channels good afternoon and thank you for listening to hashtag biz with beard and bald brought to you by gen y medium and rs stay bald stay beautiful have a powerful day
1: Hey, Hashtag Biz with Beard and Bald fans. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. It was brought to you by ACS Executives. Let me ask you something. As an entrepreneur or business owner, are you tired of struggling with running your business? Do you feel you could drive more revenue, improve your profits, and run more efficiently if you had a little help? Well, you are not alone, and there is a solution for you. Like many small businesses, as the owner, you wear a lot of hats. And why wouldn't you? you started this thing, so you were very careful and particular about it. Well, at ACX Executives, we do a deep dive into your business to help your business grow revenues, improve profits, acquire capital, and run more efficiently. We just don't point out problems. We help you resolve them through our family of companies and the solutions they provide. We share some of the best practices and processes and coach you and your team through them. Our suite of quality products and services will help you get there quickly and smoothly. That's how we ensure your success. So visit us at acsexec.com or call us at 1-800-495-6505 and schedule a free 30-minute consulting assessment. Have a successful day and we hope you enjoy today's episode of Hashtag Biz with Beard and Bald.